0: Hello everyone, Cathy Balding here, great to be with you as always and particularly great to bring you Excuse Me this week, well not really exactly live but uh, straight from the horse's mouth so to speak. I thought it would be good to have a little bit of a chat, mix it up a little bit. Some of you will have been plugged in to Excuse Me for the past couple of weeks and you'll know that it is my short form uh, quality news bulletin released every week until this COVID-19 crisis is over, whenever that may be, trying to bring you a few quirks, questions and quotes from the world of quality uh, and particularly looking at what we're learning from the COVID-19 crisis in terms of our quality systems and how we manage quality and what we can gain and learn and grab from this most unbelievable of times to apply over the longer term uh, when the crisis has passed because if we all just go back to normal well normal whatever normal is now and say oh well that's fine we got through that we didn't uh, learn anything much we didn't need to uh, do much different we just worked really really hard that's going to lose a lot of valuable uh, experience and particularly around how we create high quality care. So let's take a look at excuse me for this week, which is what is COVID-19 teaching us about leading quality? And I have no doubt that you all have lots of thoughts on this because you will have been leading this response yourself or leading uh, with a group of others or a team of others uh, or watching other people lead it. And you will, no doubt, have been observing some incredible leadership. And as I always say, I am so proud to be a part of the health and human services uh, team when it comes to a crisis, because, boy, do we rise to the occasion. And uh, as always, thank you so much for everything that you do. So one of the things I have observed is that we absolutely have got the whole of executive message. You have to have a whole of executive response and a whole of division, department and service response to create a whole of organisation response to anything, particularly to what happens at point of care. And COVID really is all about, at the end of the day, what happens at point of care, how we care for the people who have contracted COVID-19 and how we prevent others from contracting it, whether we're talking about our consumers or our staff. And yet, that seemingly simple couple of statements takes a whole of organisation approach. And so does what happens at Point of Care every single other day. Every day takes a whole of organisation approach to get great care for every person every time. You simply can't do it just by the quality manager trying to make it happen. That's like saying, well, the finance manager and the IT manager and the HR manager, well, they just organise all that stuff and no one has to bother. Well, of course not. We know that financial viability is a team effort. We know that great staff supported to perform well is a team effort. We need technical expertise, of course, to help us with that. But the implementation happens through everybody, from the executive through divisions, department and services, depending how big your organisation is. So I hope we don't lose that after COVID-19 has become, hopefully, a distant memory. I hope we grab that and say, yeah, now we get it. We get that to create great care for every person every time. It must be a whole of executive and whole of organisation approach. And within that approach, what amazing leadership have we seen? What characteristics have you noticed? Well, the things that have really struck me are, first of all, great courage. And that's not always because people feel courageous. Often they don't. Even the people we're looking at on television, our politicians and our um, medical advisors and our epidemiologists, they're calm. They look like they really know what they're, they're about. But I'm sure a lot of them are feeling pretty nervous inside. But great leadership shows great courage. Doesn't always mean you feel great courage. But you, people need that to feel confident to follow a leader. Great leaders at the moment are absolutely brilliant with their clarity. Yes, this is what we're doing. This is what we have to do. This is what we have to get done right in the middle of a bunch of ambiguity where there's a whole lot of things we're not quite sure about. And great leaders are showing that you can balance both. I can still be clear about what I know and I can acknowledge and live with what I don't. And that's just the way life is. And that is the way life is in complex systems all the time. That's part of creating consistently high quality care. Unless you know what you know and you accept that there are some things you don't and that you can't control everything but somehow you're trying to do the best you can within that Uh, unless unless you're you've got that view of the world you're kind of not living in a complex system which is what your organization is the way it really behaves the other thing I think that's really nicely emerging is that Great leaders are painting a very clear picture of where we want to go. What's our ultimate destination? Even if some of the how for getting there is not that clear, even if occasionally we get lost in the swamp of ambiguity, we know where we're ultimately going. We want to be COVID-19 free and we want everyone who's contracted COVID to be as well cared for as possible And we want our staff and everyone involved to get through this in the best possible way. Now, you might not express it that way, but it's kind of a ballpark, isn't it, of what we're trying to achieve here. So great leaders paint that picture of of a destination that we can get to, even if it seems a long way away. We know where we're going and we can get there. And that encourages people to follow leaders. That makes leaders fairly stubborn in their goals but flexible in their methods and I think that's a great quote from William Donahoe because our goals are our goals but we do have to be flexible about how we get there because new evidence emerges, new information emerges, things happen suddenly that we weren't expecting and we have to be able to review the way we're getting somewhere and say, well, that way is closed. Or actually, there is a better way. That's fine. We can change the way we do things, but we won't change where we're going. They're very good at maintaining this clarity and bringing people along with them, even when they feel they've been knocked down. And leaders might not always show when they've had a knock, but they're feeling it on the inside. But when they get knocked down, they get back up again and To me, that is one of the hallmarks of the great leadership we've seen through this COVID-19 crisis. And that's partly because our smart, smart leaders know that they need someone to lean on when they get knocked down. They're smart enough to know you can't do everything alone. And that is not what leadership is. Leadership is knowing when you need to lean on someone to help you back up that when you have been knocked down. They're also great at leaning in. That means they're fully engaged in the effort. Their followers don't feel like they're half-hearted. But they're also great at leaning back when necessary. When their team's got something and is running with it, they don't interfere unnecessarily. Lean back, let them go. Fantastic. So I've noticed great leadership of leaning in, leaning on and leaning back. And to me, that's been a real revelation in a way. But I think it's something we need to grab and hang on to, people, uh, when we're leading great care for every person every day, because that is an incredible challenge as well in the complexity of health and human services. So I've been thinking, how could I help a little bit more? I'm trying to help a little bit, a tiny weenie, minuscule bit, by releasing, excuse me, every week. Hopefully it gives you something, a little bit of distraction and perhaps perhaps a bit of a chuckle. And hopefully something you can learn and build on uh, 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 when we uh, when we get through this and, and we're back to whatever normal is. But I also thought, well, painting that picture of the great destination that you want to get to and helping people to want to come with you, that might be something you're think about, thinking about with COVID at, at the moment. But you might also be starting to think about life after COVID-19 being your preoccupation being the dominant thing in your organisation. And painting a picture of what happens next. So I thought I would give you something that will help you with that. So in May, I'm releasing my Quality System Roadmap course. Um, It's uh, going to be a course for purchase, it will be $197 for five modules. But what I thought I might do is release Module 1 for free, just for the next couple of weeks, probably till the end of April. Because Module 1 teaches you exactly that. Module 1 teaches how to paint a picture of the point of care quality you want to be known for. And that is really what life is about at the moment, isn't it? What do we want to be known for? What are we trying to achieve here? If we're clear about that, we can keep going, even in the face of, adversity and ambiguity. And so this teaches my approach to painting that picture with your consumers and with your staff in such a way that they want to be a part of it. And that's the first action in Module 1 and in my Quality System Roadmap. As you'll see, there's six actions and six what I call accelerators. And the accelerators are my best tips and tools that I've developed over the years that really help people embed this as business as usual and to accelerate the change and implementation process. So, my first accelerator, also in Module 1, is how you take you're painting the picture of what high-quality care is, and that's you do that through using my Great Care Scenario, which I know some of you will have used and will be already uh, working with the Strategic Quality System, so I hope it's helping you at this time. Um, But those of you who haven't, the Great Care Scenario helps helps you to paint that picture. That's That's a tool for doing that. And turns it into specific goals and actions that you can then follow to pursue that picture for every person every time so I'm going to make module one um, freely available for the next two or three weeks please grab it and use it click on the link that's in the excuse me uh, email and I hope that it really really helps you with uh, what you're trying to do now as you grapple with where we are but are also starting to think of well where do we go after this and where do we want to be so that we can navigate our way out of it into a a future that takes what we've learnt and applies it for great care for every person every time. So I hope you avail yourself of that, people. I really, really do. And all I can say is, as always, good luck this week.